But yo, you were saying. All right, so um, Persona started off as just um. I had another brand before Persona that was called Visionaire. Visionaire. And, you know, it was really just an outlet for me to express myself creatively, and in okay. multiple um, mediums. So through Visionaire, I found myself in multiple roadblocks where I felt like I didn't know what it was that I wanted to continue doing with the brand. Yeah. You know, yeah. I felt like you had a what's them, next moment. Not a what's next moment, but a who are we moment. Like uh, an identity crisis. Not a crisis, an identity block. An identity block. I, you know, because it's never really a crisis. It's, you know. Um, so through that, I found myself in a space where I was starting to think about, you know, maybe potentially another brand. Okay. A different name, maybe a sub-brand or mm -hmm. just different creative outlets through Visionaire to the point where I wouldn't have to be in a box. Okay. So then I found myself thinking about, like, you know, scaling those thoughts into, like, bigger... Um, not even sure what to use. I could say medium again, but like, like a bigger scale, you know, like you were scaling those thoughts into like actions, and like you know, like trying to like scaling like for ideas to people, how people develop, how ideas develop, okay, products, thoughts, everything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, one thing I kept coming to the conclusion was that everybody's so unique, and I started thinking about like you know personal brands just within ourselves. Personal brands, yeah. Um, moving forward from that, I found myself in a space where I was not thinking of, you know, just base layer thoughts, thinking of yourself. You know, I started looking up on, mm -hmm. you know, I got, I got into like a big um riff of like um reading about like habits, stuff like that, how habits can form your environment. Yeah. Your well, it, it wasn't like, it was somewhat self-help, but mostly like, what was it like? Was it like self-help shit? Yeah, self. Uh, I guess I was track. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like when you when you build up a routine and you're loving what you do, and then like you kind of like fall out of love with it. That's a crisis. So you yeah. know, the identity block through visionary kind of did throw me into a crisis where I was starting to think about you know, my habits. This is that. You know, just I wanted better for myself. Mm -hmm. And um, where was I through that? Damn. You were you were you were talking about um that tangent went into like a little loop in there. It did, it did. But you were you were talking about persona, you're not talking about you were visionaire, you were talking about what's next. You were talking I mean, about not wanting to be in a box. Not wanting to be in a box, yeah. And then personal brands and stuff like personal that. Personal brands, yeah, yeah. And um I started thinking of, you know, how how I could create something that's very like seamless. It's just anybody any any person, any type of thing. It's like, you know, you could apply any, like any outlet. I mean, any input could, could create any output. You any know? input could create any output. You know, like yeah. a seed, it's like a tree. It, it grows lin like a lineage and stuff like that. And um, I forgot what show I was watching. I heard the word persona and I knew what it meant in Spanish and I looked it up in Latin, stuff like that. And I was chilling with my friend and I was like, yo, what do you, what do you think about this word? And she's like, I never really heard it before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like, yeah, I was yeah. like, hmm. I was no. like doing my research and stuff, and um, not knowing a brand I wanted to create, I was like, fuck it, yo, I'm gonna just take literally just the base of what any brand has, and that's their persona, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna just literally run with that. Okay. You know, just literally create a brand that you know, because it's very there's a lot of brands that are um I'll say like um in architecture like there's brutalism. Yeah. Um. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um. I went I to a brutalist gallery once. It was like buildings. I, well, I think the only brutalist building I've seen is um. It might be like this hotel behind like Revere Beach. 
That's crazy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Nah, nah, that's, nah. that's pretty crazy, though. It's a nice building. All right, now, nah, yeah. My bad, though. You were talking about the different the different types of architecture, though. Yeah. Right? You were yeah. talking about, like, different, um, like, different identities. Yeah, but all in one. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's like... Personas, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, we all start off as one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, naturally, scientifically, we start off as one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's something we go through. You know that? And we then, start off as one thing, and then... That and then one... we go on to, you know what I'm saying? We spread it, like... Then our lineage becomes what it is, and, like, um, reference points will teach you about... Like, it'll throw you into another, like, loophole of life, and... You know what I'm saying? Like... Nah, brother, I actually don't know what the fuck you're saying. Man. Here, here's my, my takeaway, right? Because... I don't know, you, you speak on something that I, I deal with a lot, like, as a philosophical question, especially in our in our cultural time. Like, we often seem averse or, like, uncomfortable with conversations about, like, universals and particulars. Like, you know what I mean by that? Or, like, universals and individuals, right? So, like, you are an individual, mm. but I could I could categorize you into a universal. There is yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, the archetypes. Indiv- yeah, my, not, yeah, sort of archetypes. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my brother talks to me about like a theory he has about like not a theory he has, but that he's read about. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a cheese grater. We all come from the same block of cheese. We all come from the same block of cheese. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, you go through the cheese grater, and you know, sometimes you fall into the certain um, shapes that are different. You know, mm-hmm. it'll apply a different texture, or whatever, so on and so forth. Of course, of course, the different circumstances, the. Depending on the thing that's grinding the cheese, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. come out different slices. Yeah. You know, so um that was definitely something that had influenced my um Okay yeah. like the development of the idea of persona. Yeah. I remember I think before you even I, I wonder if this was a little bit before persona, but you had it might have been before Visionaire, the um like the seven, the seven ways of being, like the seven. Oh, seven the, lives to live. That was seven yo, lives that's, to live. Yeah, that's yeah. like mid on um, visionary persona, like right in between. It was like a yeah. week, and I like really ran with it heavy. Like worked with a graphic designer or two, like uh-huh. bought designs for it, and I was ready to buy clothes and stuff. And then I was just like, you know what, like yeah, was too many people asking me questions about what it meant. And I didn't know what it meant. So I was just <laughs> like, you know what, I can't do this. Yeah, I really yeah, don't yeah. know what this is, and I, I was. At that point, it was a crisis. I was scrambling, you know, because I felt like I had something to prove. You felt like you had something you know? to prove. Okay. You know, like, I was counted in and counted out at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, when you're halfway through that door, it's like, you either go for it or you don't, you know? You either, you either put both feet in or you take both feet yeah, out. Yeah, but sometimes you're not ready to step into the room. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Sometimes yeah. you step in and you, you kind of regret it. And you, you learn the lessons, but, you know, yeah. it's hard to walk in the room, walk out, and then walk back in. No, no. You know what I'm saying, people? So, um, I guess what I wanted to do was just, like, solidify my thoughts. Solidify you know, your thoughts. I wasn't trying to run with something. You wanted a, you wanted you know a unity? Saying? Nah, bro, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to run with something. Like, I didn't want to run with my dog. I wanted to, like, get to my point and know where my dog was going to run. Okay. And now he's going to get further and further and further. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to get there. And you want to get to places. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. A, a place where you could start making strategic plans. Is that, because it sounds like, and I don't mean like strategic sounds almost over deliberate, but like you want to get to a phase where you can start seeing things in phases. That's what it sounds like to me. Am I, am I, did I misunderstand that? It resonated, but like, it wasn't like the stem of thought that I had originally, but it resonated well. So like, I guess, 
you know, if we were to put it in, into like fashion terms, like designing seasons, okay. I guess I would want to have spring, summer, fall, winter ready before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the year, yeah, yeah. The year even comes. Um, I guess that is kind of like what I am saying. Mm-hmm. But also to the point where, you know, you, you have a brand and you know what it means. And you can actually communicate your thoughts to people yeah. fluidly without having to figure it out on the spot like that. That's that's some real shit, you know, man. I took about like six months from last January. I met up with my boy Nico. He taught me how to screen print, and we screen printed the first persona hoodies. I was still running Visionaire and making sales with Visionaire at the time. And um, like I had this big um, banner up on my wall. If you remember, I remember that shit, bro. It was bro. a big banner, was, bro. Like as soon as you walked in, it was the first thing you saw. Like yeah, five, you see that six feet like, wide. Was committed, you know, like yeah, yeah. And people would come over, and my one friend would come over, and like. He loved that shit. And then I remember one day he came in and it just wasn't there. You know, and he was like, bro, what happened? What happened to the visionary thing? I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like that, I switched it and I just stopped doing everything. And I just like... You ever feel pressure when you do that? Like, when you give up one thing and then move on to the other? Like, other people kind of, like, having that reaction? Like, how does that reaction make you feel? When I first did it with Persona, no, I didn't feel that that pressure when I first um, like stopped doing Visionaire yeah I was scared to stop doing Visionaire and not have something lined up right after but mm-hmm. once I said you know what I'm done I'm just done doing Visionaire that's when I was like you know what bro like you committed to the change yeah like yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a void you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. you know like for so long I was trying to like play catch up you know this time I took a step to the side I saw the way people was running I saw how they were going with the longevity and um, mm-hmm how they were keeping pace, how others were falling behind, how they were going forward. I know, you know, I just took a lot of time to observe and, like, um, I'm not going to say take notes, but um, get a feel for the road before I even got on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to... Um... I checked the weather before I stepped out, you know, because, like, there's a lot of people right now, like, right now it's December. No, it's, it's January. It's, it's January, January. Yeah, you know what I'm January saying? It's, like, 50 degrees. Second. It's like, yeah, it's 50 degrees. And it's it, 50 degrees. You're going to see people with a, with, a, with a Montclair and a Canada Goose, and it's like, they didn't even look at the weather app. They're going to step out and be like, damn. They're sweating. You know? Nah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I was doing. It was supposed to drop this year. It was supposed to drop this year? And technically, I still only sold demos. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What are you talking about, sir? <laughs> what, are you, what was supposed to drop? Wait, Persona was supposed to drop this year? Uh... Yeah, because... Bro, I started it last January yeah. on some low key shit. It's been a whole year. Pieces, yeah, like making pieces myself. Um, and you know, I didn't plan on dropping until twenty twenty three. But you was dropping, bro. You were making, ba- you were selling mad fucking clothes, bro. Bro, I started over the. Um, it's crazy. What was it like? July or something around there. Yeah, yeah. I think um, preceding the fashion show and then the fashion show and after shit was yeah. flying off the shelves. Bro, like two weeks before the fashion show, I posted like the first persona. I had, like five seconds after I made it. And then I got like, bro, I got my DMs were flooding, bro. It was just like, yo, yo, yo. And I only had like a hundred and something followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like not on the on the business page, just on my personal. And yeah. I was super low key, bro. And I'm telling you, like, bro, almost all my followers were texting me. Mm-hmm. Bro, I literally made an order for 100 hats. I didn't reply to no DMs. And then hats came in like two days later, bro. He was pressing. Bro, I sold 100 hats in a week. <laughs> Crazy. You feel me? 100 hats in a week. It was a great feeling, bro. And like having, um, you know, Visionaire never did that. Nah, Visionaire nah. didn't do 100 until, you know what I'm saying? What do you feel set them apart? 
Like, what makes Visionaire... Like, what is the improvement that Persona made on Visionaire? If there was an improvement or, like... You know what I'm saying? What was the change? Demographic. Demographic? Yeah, I was relocated. I went from Lawrence to Boston. Sheesh! Yeah. That's an age-old conversation we've been having in the hood, bro. Like... Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. And there's nothing bad against Lawrence. It's, um... When I went to Boston, I really had a different focus. You know what I'm saying? I was living alone. Like, you wake up, you're alone. You go to sleep, you're alone. Like, mm-hmm. You got to fill your thoughts with something. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, um, just being out there, like, I just didn't know what else to do besides try to improve myself and apply myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, one thing I was, like, the two words I was always in my mind was efficient and effective. Efficient and effective. I mentioned that earlier when we was yeah. um, Efficient. The, the word it is um effectivity and efficacy, but that's just another that yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. when you, you would never say effectiveness, it's not effectiveness, efficient and effective, like uh, 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 you look for efficiency and efficacy, efficacy, yeah, yeah. That's one of those weird ones where I didn't know I might be yeah. wrong, yo. If I'm wrong, please call me out on my BS. No, I know, I man, right, bro. You went to Oxford, this, you went to Oxford, hey, DeAndre, bro, you went to Oxford, and I'm um, saying, um, y'all still misread the dictionary, dog. And they made that shit in Oxford. Wow. There, it is the Oxford Dictionary. Wow. That's Levels, Poppy. Levels. There's also one more. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Yeah, Merriam-Webster's. I don't know. Where, is that like a location or is that a person? Nah, Merriam-Webster's. I've seen... I've only seen the website. Yeah, bro. I've, I've, you know, I once upon a time wrote down the whole A section of the dictionary. How about looking up your name on Google? Yeah, bro. I've looked myself up on Google. Are you crazy? Like, come on. No one shows up. I, I mean, a lot of people show up except me. You know I, what I'm saying? I, nah. It's <laughs> like 50 Daniel, on, whatever the fuck's out there. Nothing comes up in my Google search. You feel me? I low-key um, wanted to be that way just because I've always had this... Um, the internet is weird because... And this is something we could talk about in terms of brand, but, like, you know, um, the internet is weird because you have to be a, a person on there. You have to. You a human. You a physical human person, and then all of a sudden you gotta be digital. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. How do you convert the? You know what I'm saying? What's the conversion? Like, what's the accurate conversion rate between reality and, and digital? Bro, you know it, what I'm it could be. It's, it, honestly, it's hard to tell, bro, because somebody could be um, could be could be dressed all out in Nike, whatever the hell. You know what I mean? On their yeah. on their Instagram, but they don't they don't work out. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I see. That wasn't really a good one right there. Yeah, that was a bad one. I read that literally in an article, though. Somebody, it was, they did a research thing where it was like, they they saw the percentage of people who like Nike products online, and they did some survey where it was like, okay, now how many of you people actually, like, use these products to exercise versus look like you exercise or look like you attach yourself to an athletic brand? I mean... You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's... It's not even like a fake it till you make it thing either. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's something a lot of people will say. It's really just a... Uh, I'm sure Nike's aware of that. And they're going to continue to design products to hit that niche. Because you know? they want they want sales, bro. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. You know? But like... That's just um, capitalism and corporate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm personally not mad at it. Entirely. Neither am I, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because then we have the... Um, you know, the market might be fucked up. But if there's the market... There's a possibility for us to get into it and make the changes possible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like, 
Why the fuck we want Joe in the market? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's Joe? You just, you just, any Joe, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, any guy, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to step into the market Joe and get my family into the market and then yeah. put other people into the market, you know? Nah, that's real talk. I want, so I, it's like, if it's there, I just want to go ahead and manipulate it in the proper ways. I agree. To help people. I agree, yeah. yo. Uh, one thing I've always had a gripe with, like, because I've been in a lot of social justice circles. And I've always found the, like, anti-capitalist rhetoric somewhat often counterproductive. You know what I'm saying? Because, I don't know, the situation is the situation. You know what I'm saying? And we just got to do what we got to do with it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And sometimes, like, like you say, like, you, you, you got to play the game to change the game. But if you just reject the game, the game's just going to keep being played, like, the way it is. Here's a question I have for you, because one thing I noticed about, like, a lot of artists from where we're from, man, is that not a lot of us are great or have been great business people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I've noted from you, bro, and, like, I'm talking about I've noted it, and I'm, like, I'm trying to practice it. It's sort of... You were trying to monetize your clothes off the gate. Like, that was never... quite When I was doing the music shit, bro, I was, I was being kind of like a little attention whore. Because I was just like, nah, listen to my shit for free. Come on, come on, whatever, right? But honestly, looking back, I'm like, nah, y'all, I should have made y'all buy it. You know what I mean? Um, at least that's how I feel now. But sort of, yeah, bro, how did you... Yeah, bro, what is that like? Because you, you smiled a little bit also when I said that. Nah, it was funny the part where you said you should have made people buy it and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, perceived value is a real thing. Perceived value, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, okay, if you were to get if you were to get people to buy music, why were they gonna buy? What's different from yours and the free music on SoundCloud or Apple Music? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a question for you. Why would people buy your music? Yeah, I had this little, I had this gimmick. Um, I did make money off my music once. Um, was it a show? It wasn't even a show. I mean, I have made money off some shows, but it's never like I don't think I ever made more than a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. But what was it? It was. I had this crazy idea for these CDs. I'm like, yo, nobody buys CDs anymore. These are basically, like, if I market them right, these are collector's items. You know what I'm saying? So I got a bunch of, like, really great painters. You know what I'm saying? Um, Fucking the homie Josh Pichardo, who's going to be on next Friday. Fucking he he, he even did a couple. But it's sort of, you get these unique one-on-one art pieces on the little CD covers. Yeah. I sold them shits for whatever the fuck. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, like I didn't make no money. I but, think I remember doing that. You was in Notre Dame at the time. Yeah, yeah. It was still when I was in high school. Yeah, bro. But it was sort of like, um, yeah. That was that was the most creative, I think, idea I ever had. But I never stuck with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? It never it never occurred to me to, like, like latch on to that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, bring that back into what you asked me. With Visionaire... That's another reason I had to stop doing it. I didn't understand why people were ever gonna um, value this in the highest, mm-hmm. in the highest perceived way, you know? Because in reality, it's just shirts. There was one time somebody asked me, like, like that ass told me, like, doesn't look like a forty dollars shirt to me. So with Persona, what I was able to do was yeah. my first hundred hats were all one of ones. People were able to pick what they wanted, and it was kind of like a social experiment. You know, mm-hmm. I still have all those names and the colors they pick saved. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's yeah. gonna go somewhere. Um, and it, it aligned with the brand so well. Mm-hmm. You know, Persona. Everybody's one on one. Everyone is one on one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to have 
having to be one one, like it really started. Um, that's you know just you really you really it's touch- a special thing, bro. I'm, I don't have a one like I don't have a one on one hat from anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless they have a sample. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how hard it is for these brands, like to um like to produce um like just so many um like, like so many units but have them all be so different you know yeah. it's a hard thing to do because a lot of people are just working in china or just doing it's, something like that it's really hard to do it yourself it's one reason i love persona you know and, and you talking about one-on-one and this goes back to like even you know what i wanted to talk to you about before but Persona, to me, it hits on the idea of personhood, and it hits on this idea of, like, being a person, developing an identity, um, and then trying to develop a sense of authenticity. You yeah. get what I'm saying? What you think of that? Um, it's definitely thoughts that I have, but whenever I have those thoughts, I associate them, and, like, I have a point of relativity through my relationships and my friendships with people. What do you mean by that? Like, the people around me. Like, if I was to place them all in, a, like, a straight line like this, like, my mom, my dad, my sister, this, yeah. this, that, that. All of them in a straight line like that. And then have it be, like, a graph from, like, how close I am. You know what I'm saying? And, like, how our relationship fluctuates. Like, those spaces and how they change over time, like, that's how I sometimes can reflect on myself. Because although I'm my, my, own, my own person... I exist within my reality yeah. and through those friendships and relationships like that's how I'm able to like okay. recognize myself and where I'm going so when you're you know, saying so relati- that's my personhood when you're saying relativity you're talking about like um like Eric's head looks very large relative to this distance but if I go like this his head is tiny and yeah. what yeah you know what I'm saying you know, it's sort of like yeah. you're using other people other people as like a reference point yeah like on a, on a map graph it's like the X the Y mm-hmm not the X and the Y. It's like the Y one. Or what is it like the line? Like, or the grids. It's like Y the, one, X one. Like something bro, like that. I, I don't even... I'm not that good at math, dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, what you call it? Um, we run into like this this funny thing. Yo, damn. I forgot what I was going to ask you, bro. We were talking about the personhood. Personhood. What did you just say? I told you that my relationships and my friendships are like... Oh, I remember now. I remember now. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of this idea of reference, right? I don't know. People get a very ambiguous view of, like, what I believe, but but that's always because I feel like they're just projecting their own beliefs, right? But it's, this goes to this relative view. It's sort of like, how do you know you're an angry person if everyone around you is fucking scared of you? You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, you know, if, you, if, if someone, if you're talking to someone and they look afraid, you got to ask, what the hell is going on that's making them afraid? Is it me? Is it something behind me? might damn well be you. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. People always, I feel like it... I know when I have conversations with people. When we get into the, the conversation of using other people as reference point, you easily start to teeter a fine line between, like, a healthy point of reference and then an unhealthy point of comparison. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Um... Because it's one thing for me to look at you and be like, yo, man, Jimmy's business is more successful than mine, right? I could look at that and be very defeated. I could feel discouraged, you know what I'm saying? Or I could take notes. You get what I mean? Like, how have you managed that? You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's something, as young people, we often struggle with, man. You know what I'm saying? How do you make 
How do you refer instead of compare? Um, how do I refer instead of compare? Well, it's really um like a case-to-case type thing. You know, because there are people I will compare myself to mm-hmm. and then ask myself, and not ask myself, take the notes, mm-hmm. you know? Then there's other people who I might compare myself to and not even take notes because I don't feel like there's anything I want from the other side. Yeah, you yeah. You know, anything I'd like to mirror onto my side. And that's something that I found with Persona to be um, very relieving. Okay. To the point where it's like, There's very p- few people on the side I'm on. And that side is what? Like the producer side? Like the creator side? Um, or the just... space I'm able to exist in, I'm gonna call it. I, I don't know what that means, but I don't even know what it means, brother. Okay. It's <laughs> You made that shit sound like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, um, I really like, I'm still standing on my two feet. I haven't even started running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like... Huh. Is it like limbo? But like your own limbo? There's nothing on my canvas but limbo. one word, and the word is just persona. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, they they, they say a, 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 a picture worth a thousand words. Sometimes one word worth a thousand pictures. You know what I'm saying? Because in that one word, persona, you could... There's a million different faces you could think of. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's, a, there's seven billion damn people on this planet. What's another There's seven thing? billion places you could think of faces. What's another word or label or something like that that um or even figure that applies that same feeling? Like one word is a thousand pictures. Before we even run into like a crazy loophole, people, like people's names and who they are, mm-hmm. their personas. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like Remember how like Words, right? Words, persona, pictures. Picture? You could put, put one word through it, yeah. and then it's going to create a million different pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, yeah, I could say the word chairs. People going to be like, yo, he sounds so fucking crazy right now, or like, what is he thinking? Like, he's, You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah. bro, I have like this thought and idea in my head, and like, it's, I don't know, it's just been developing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to count on it. This thought and idea. Did you you ever feel um, insecurities as you were developing the brand? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, being a creative, like, a lot of people fail to understand that, bro, you think of something, you attach yourself to it emotionally, Mm -hmm. and you allow it. It's It's like a kid, bro. You know what I'm saying? You allow people access to your kid. (laughs) <laughs> you know people, people start people, judging your kid when they judge might, your kid they're judging you people might shit on your kid <laughs> they're like damn I raised you know? them bro like, yeah it's, so you really yeah um, yeah it's, it's it's a little dangerous sometimes and sometimes it, it could um really fuck somebody up mentally mm-hmm. and um some people um fall down that loophole some people get out of it and um yeah like i said earlier like i'm glad to exist in the space i exist in because i feel like there is no pressure on me you know there's no pressure there's no like um anything that's bound me to like stick to where i am or like feel like i have to move somewhere else you know yeah yeah you're not chasing nothing you're not how do i put it it's not that you're not chasing nothing but um it's like nothing's chasing yeah yeah i'm not looking for anything it's like i'm being looked for 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is not what I was gonna say. That's better. That's better. Like, I'm trying to offer <coughs> people a way to um, learn about themselves. You know, like, yeah. You know, um, develop themselves similar to the way people would develop the brand. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay to go through the changes. You say you said yeah. the way people would develop a brand. Is that the words you use? I had originally, for the longest time, wanted to be a prof. Not even for the longest time. For like the last three years. I wanted to be a professor of philosophy. I wanted to go get my PhD in philosophy. And when I went to Oxford, you know what I'm saying, to study, you know, my professor was basically like, yo, dude, you you, you might damn well, you're brilliant. He was like, you're brilliant. And in my head, I'm like, that means I'm a genius. Um, time will tell, most certainly, right? Uh, but when I get back, I'm adamant about going to get my PhD. I tell, you know, the chair of my department, and he's like, come to my office, I want to talk about this with you. And I'm like, let's go ahead. You could try to discourage me, but don't matter. And he's like, I'm not going to try to discourage you. I'm going to just give you the facts. I mean, he laid it all out, and one thing that eventually we got to was the topic of brand, right? Um, and this is something I was talking about with Tahootis when we was when we was moving the God other day. God bless Tahootis. God bless Tahootis, bro. Um... And a lot of people, when they hear the word brand, I think they have the same reaction to who this had. Because I had that same reaction. We hear the word brand, we instantly think of like, we instantly think of like a Nike. Or we think of a, um, or whatever the hell we wear, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's on the gap. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we think about those those big, we, we usually think about clothes, but we always think about big companies, right? But it's sort of like your brand is really who you, is, is your values, you know what I'm saying? Who you choose to spend your time with, for example, is part of your brand. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I are you like some dude, you know what I mean, just at the crib smoking, you know what I mean? Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to start this project. I'm going to start this project. Or are you with real builders? People who are like, people don't got to be doing monumental shit to be productive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't got to be building the pyramids of Egypt to be making something valuable. It's neither here nor there, but the topic of brand, bro, is sort of like, and that's why, like, I do love your mind because you have, from what I could tell, a very healthy relationship between your private life and your public life, right? And those are the two things that I think make authenticity, right? Like, is the secret, like, internal life you have, like, congruent to your external life, right? And, like, that's how you get authenticity, but that's your brand, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, bro, it's just the topic of branding is an important one. Um, again, especially with, with technology and social media where you are basically a, your brand when you're living your regular life is whoever you encounter on a daily basis. You get on the Internet, your brand is whoever scrolls on your on your post or your page. You know what I'm saying? Um Nah, yeah. What 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 went into the brand development? You know, what I mean, either from a, like a, a strategic point, a creative point, you know, even just a personal point, like whatever. Following persona, I mean, following visionaire, um, hitting that identity block, mm-hmm. I realized it's something a lot of people face just in their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, like, a lot of people want to, like, be exclusive. 
yet inclusive to you know like the fruits of life and you enjoy those fruits with like through people through life you know what i'm saying you have to go outside so a lot of people like you know sometimes they'll hide themselves so like damn i don't know if i'm bringing this to the right place but like i wanted to build something where it was inclusive to all people yet promoted the exclusivity through being unique yeah. Which is, I guess, I expressed that through the V1s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think the most exclusive part of our reality is ourselves. Like, no... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like... And you... also the people around us. Yeah. Because it's like, if I have access to this person, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, that's a one-on-one person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you'll never meet this person I'm with right here. Yeah, nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? There's only us in the room. Like, it's only us three in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, other components that went into the development of the brand, I'd say, are the core values. I think that's what really builds a brand. I was at the gym earlier, and um, bro, I'm a big fan of interior design, so I was like looking at like what they had up on the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like yeah. they had this one like saying, and I forgot what the saying was, but it was like um, it was like. It was tackling the topic of like, um, like not being. Oh, it was like a no, no judgment free zone or something. Judgment like free that. zone. You had planning. Yeah, fitness, yeah. Of course, I was at planning fitness. Yeah, yeah, with my cousins, and it was um judgment free zone, and I was like, I never seen that shit at like Choice Fitness or the YMCA. Nah. So I'm like, you know, I started seeing it around more and other stuff like that, and I was like, yeah. okay, these that's the core values of planning fitness. This is why people come yeah, to planning yeah. fitness for so that judgment free supposedly. Zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this yeah. is one of the components as to why people come. So then I'm like, like, this is something I recognize today. This isn't um, prior to persona. Like, yeah, this was an you know observation you made today. Yeah, 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 but I'm recognizing, like, okay, maybe I did do this without noticing. You see the, yeah, you see the you interconnectedness, know? you know what I mean? Yeah, this is how I learn about business, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not in school right now. Yeah, so I learn yeah. about business that I just by, like, seeing something, and I'm like, how does this... A business does this, okay, but why do they do this? You know, mm-hmm. like, what is this doing for them? I mean, like, how is it maybe hurting them? How is it helping them? And then I'll, like, yeah. take a note. That's what I'm saying about, like, the six months I was just observing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... There's no motherfuckers need to read more books. Yeah, so I was just, um... Like, I guess I was developing core values just by being not dormant, but, um... That's not, not dormant. Not distant, either, because I was there. Would you call that hibernating? Nah, I wasn't hibernating. I was still going out and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Just know? observing. Scheming? Observing. Uh, uh, okay. You know? I'm a schemer. Don't let me... Yeah, you were observing. I think I mentioned it to you before, bro. Like, I don't talk about, like, my, my goals, like, my life goals too much, but, like, like, bro, like, a big end game goal is, like, building, like, a school. Yeah, yeah that, that's, a, that's a dream you and I share. That's and a dream like, you and I share. Becoming a monk at the school, you know, like <laughs> practicing like just my like life. You know what I'm saying? Just like you know what I'm saying. Practicing just all yeah. the levels of just being. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like for sure. Having a school, what would, teaching what, people. What would be, um, brother? I've been I've been plotting on building a school for like that. I've actually been plotting for four years. Um, what would what would be the foundation of your school? Like what would what would be um, like. Not the founding principle in terms of, um, like, philosophical virtue, but, um, for example, you know how I think we should, we should teach kids? We should start with physics. 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, yo, yeah, I see Eric over there wilding, looking at me crazy. But it's sort of like, yo, bro, you don't you don't got to go into crazy math to, to teach somebody how the how the earth spins and that the, the earth spins around the sun, bro. You don't got to... teach gotta, him, but can you convince him? Brother, I... I yeah, bro, a child, bro, you could tell a child that the earth is flat and they will believe you. Because children take everything at face value. All right, for the most children part. Are, are temporary. Yeah, but the thing is that the thing that a child learns is not temporary. Because that the thing that a child intakes, right, even if a child doesn't remember it, half the shit you know about the world you were taught a long time ago. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier yeah. when I mentioned reference points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reference points is like, you know, like, um, bro, I take like, take like five minutes brushing my teeth every day that's the crazy that's wild bro but you know why it's because somebody one time in elementary school told me you gotta like you gotta brush your teeth for five minutes yeah nah they told me like yo you brush most so i was just like dang nah yeah you take this shit to heart you know like that's a reference point as to why i do that you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so that's what i meant it really be the little things though man it really be the little things like how many people in your life do you have no negative reference points from it's a rare thing. What you mean? Like, they, they do something that I don't like and I make sure not to do that? Me, for example, my brother, my big brother. Uh, he's never done anything wrong to me. He's never put any, like, bad words in my ear that might make me think in a negative way or talk about myself in a negative way. Like, he's never put anything into my into my mind or taught me anything that might make me walk into a room with my head down. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I, like, I guess you, I guess not you. Not even yeah. by mistake. Like, my father's always taught me to, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Walk into the room, like, not like, you know what I'm saying? Not like, light up the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, he taught me, like, you know, how to, like, how to be a person, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we used to walk to, um, walk to his job in New York and we would take the bus mm-hmm. from New Jersey across the GWB to New York so that we could walk to his job and then we spend hours at his job and, bro, like, I remember one time it was like, oh, we can make it. And I wanted to cross the street. You know, and he was like, he was like, no, don't run. Don't run for anything. You're going to walk like a man. You're going to walk like a king. Mm-hmm. And like, that's Did he say those always, words to you? He told me, no, you don't run. You walk like a king. Interesting. You feel me? We was just walking to work. Yeah. And that really taught me to value myself no matter what, you mm-hmm. know? And I saw people running across the street and I was just like, damn, like, you know what? It kind of does look better from over here. Like I really didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. what's the what's over there? Like time is here. Time, you know? uh, time is a strange concept. It is. We it don't got a strange concept, but you know what I'm saying. Just to like, now, I know what you mean. You know, break down a tiny bit. It, it could, like, man, you know, I love that because that's very intentional. And but the thing is, I feel like what we really gotta maybe often be most observant of is the things we learn unintentionally. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't know, you, you pointed out something real and then like, somebody will say something to you as a kid and because you have no reference point, like you you might damn well take it in the worst way possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody telling you your breath smells don't mean you gotta brush your teeth for five minutes every day. It might just mean you need some gum in that very moment. No, really you know what I'm really saying? Really but you a kid, you don't know any better. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were saying something. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, not nah, as mad shit like that, bro. I don't know, and that, that's often, like, why I talk about, like, 
if you were born after the year 1995, you basically did not grow up without the internet. Like you did not, you did not become a person without YouTube or whatever the hell, right? You know what I mean? Um, and then even before 1995, like, like millennials are like, I feel like in this weird, this weird in between. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're half like tech heads like us, but then like they're not. It's weird, but I don't know, man. What what you feel about like your relationship to 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 tech and social media? You know what I'm saying? Um, How have you used that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's a very bittersweet relationship. A bittersweet relationship? Yeah, because as much as, um, you know, um, what's the word? The convenience is... Convenience is there. But, um, you know, I really see myself, like, wanting to become a person that's only connected to what's real. You feel like the digital stuff isn't real? Yeah, like, um, not even that the digital stuff isn't real, but, like... I don't know, just the um, the structures of the life we live over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in Lebanon in November. That's all I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there was um certain things when I went to the churches that, like, saints were, mm-hmm. like, monasteries that saints would own. Um, Is that what inspired the whole monk shit? Nah, it's just something I've been having since a little kid. Uh, but uh, being a little kid and going to Lebanon might be what's spark something like that too you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. having um were you a kid you went to to lebanon as a kid i thought yeah a couple okay. times but I, before november i haven't i hadn't been there since i know it was like 12 years uh, yeah, no, cause i know because i thought yeah. i thought that was your first time but no nah, it wasn't right. yeah and um i was in khalil gibran's museum khalil and gibran's it's, um, yeah. it's in the mountain in a cave crazy in between that mountain is what separates lebanon from syria and as I'm walking in, you could just hear fire jets going, like, over the mountain. No, 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 not shooting or anything. It was just fire jets going through. And I'm like, man, like, what protects this side from those fire jets from the other side, you know? But that's a different thing. I was going into the Gibran Museum, and, um, damn, I kind of lost the thought. What was the question? What was the question, bro? This is crazy. Yo, E, you remember the question, cuz? <laughs> Oh, so I was in the in the museum, right? And when you get, we talking you, about structures. Yeah, yeah. When you come out, you come out through the mountain, right? And then, um, like, it's a little hike to the top. And I was hiking to the top, and on top of the mountain, there's um a Phoenician grave. The Phoenician are the people who created the alphabet. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the earliest civilizations. That's crazy. And the grave was still there intact, and all it is is just mud stacked up like the shit in Star Wars like like you know what I'm saying like maybe like a story tall and it was just like something like that and you could walk in and then there's like um little hubs where they would have the yeah um what's it called the caskets and stuff or the tombs or, yeah yeah you know whatever they would call it at the time that's and, um, wild that's ancient bro that's crazy like you looking yeah. at like us in America we really can't appreciate nothing like that old like yeah, and, um, you know, like, going back to those times, we don't appreciate it because of the community we have. Yeah. You know, so there's times where I'm like, damn, like, maybe one day I will want to live a life where even for, like, five years, I could just be attached to nothing but the naturals, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. but, like, the fruits and the food around me and, like, just my thoughts and, you know what I'm saying, the silence. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, in Lebanon, the actual monastery that I was at was for um, St. Shadabit. And he's um he's a famous Lebanese saint and um 
like where he would where he was staying was just like it's similar to stuff like this but all it is is just rooms and there's a bed and there's a mat where he would pray and like you know i wouldn't like i wouldn't mind a life where i'm just sitting and praying for a couple of years you know what i'm saying and it sounds crazy to people bro but i'm it such does. a like um like i like i long for just like moments silence. of just silence and just sitting in like peace yeah. and stuff like that you know what i'm saying and it's like you wake up every single day and there's just stuff you have to do and stuff you have to do and stuff you have to do. And I'm mm. not saying I want to be lazy. I really do enjoy doing everything I do. And I'm grateful for everything I get Is it to too do. much buzz? Like, Not that it's just too much buzz, but I know that there's like so much more in my mind and so many thoughts that I would develop and just um, the relationship that I would have with myself in life if I was able to do that for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like a really like... um. To some people, it's almost fictional, you know. Man, yeah, yeah. We don't hear about that. It doesn't, you know. what I'm saying we don't hear about that too often. But in many other cultures, bro, like if you travel across the water, bro, like oh. you're gonna meet a couple of people that do that stuff. People you know, it's a very real thing that people do. People in the states definitely need to leave, man. You know what I mean? When I was um in Oxford, I was like, it was weird, bro, because I was in. Like, the oldest English-speaking college in the whole world. I was at, like, one of the number one, probably number one university in the whole world. Yeah. And, like... Not even arguably, for sure. And you just feel mad out of place, bro. Because dudes is from Lawrence. Dudes, like, I learned mad from drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? I didn't learn mad from, like, in geometry class as much as they tried. Um... And it's to say that, like, bro, all it was just a lot of a lot more wealth that I was used to, mm -hmm. a lot more like upper class attitudes, a lot more. I thought like I had first world problems. Nah, man, there are way more first world first world problems yeah, than bro. what I have. You know what I'm saying? And but like, I made the friends I did manage to make were like the hood cats, and like these dudes, you know, talk about London. Dad from London, bro, like West London, Luton. Um, talk about shouts back my, in the ends, you know? Yeah, back in the ends, yo. That's my yo, shouts my boy Zid. Shouts my boy Fatty, yo. I love those guys. Um, I met this, I was I was chilling in a park and Do you remember the name of the park? And people, bro. It's probably one of the famous parks they do with fucking it was house the, mixes at and shit, you know what I'm saying? It was the like that. It was the Christchurch Park. Okay. And mind you, these motherfuckers had a giant gala in like the center of this thing. It was crazy. It was they 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 do some they turn yeah, up wild, like bro. That, bro. They turn up wild out there, man. Shout out to London. Yeah, yeah, yo, shout 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 to my London folks, man. Um, but I met this one kid. Um, I wish I remember his name. He was an Asian cat. I think he was. I think he was Chinese. He was um, telling me, yo, he grew up in Essex. And then when he was a teenager, his mom sent him to China to go live with his his dad. And dude was telling me, it was like, he was the first street dude I met. <laughs> and was the only street dude I met in Oxford. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, you were more like the type of dudes I grew up with. I'm not a street dude. I don't ever claim to be, you know what I'm saying? But my man, we, we from where we're from. You know what I'm saying? We're around where we're around. It's sort of like, I forgot why I even brought this whole thing up, bro. But it was it was the traveling, bro. You know what I mean? In America, bro, even in our own little hood, we get real comfortable. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even on Little Hood, we get real comfortable. Yeah, we were talking about the um, the month, the monasteries, yeah. and goals. Um, we got into traveling, how different customs are in different yeah. countries. Um, we, we were talking about, I want to bring this back real quick. Because we said this at the beginning, how like the transition from Lawrence to Boston made you feel better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, yo, just leaving your comfort zone, leaving your hometown, bro. Or not even your hometown, but... Actually, yeah, bro. What was it like leaving New Jersey and like coming to Mass? You know what I'm saying? And then... Yeah. Leaving New Jersey was tough, bro. The first um. I think it was like the first month after I left New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend from New Jersey had um, died. Yeah, and it was um, it was really tough, bro. It was really tough. But um, the isolation, mm-hmm. sort of, sort of say like not isolation, but like um, being to yourself. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like in the mood to like make many friends and stuff. And that's like going into high school, like freshman year. So I was really just focused on like, you know, just what's going on in my life. And one of my real A real creative outlet for me was like music and i remember you was making music at the time yeah i remember that you know? so was, like it's a different lawrence, time yeah coming to lawrence and um from new jersey yeah create creativity was kind of like um what used it for me seeing the creative scene i remember there was um the party that dj envy went to Empire City. Bro, yeah, yeah, what's up? I, went, I remember I that. The studio headphones. I remember that. You were in the studio headphones that night? <laughs> I was on stage. Y'all that probably remember That was funny, yeah. bro. That was a funny That's ass thing. Everyone was violent for Envy, bro. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was there for like the 10 Maybach, minutes. Bro, he put up in the Maybach and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, it I was... remember Lil Wayne pulled up. Um, What was that club? They shut it down. Uh, Rio's Rio's When Lil Wayne pulled up to Rio's Bro they had a line Going oh, all the way 2015 bro Like I was like a 14 year old No 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 Not 14 year old I It was, was 2015 I was 15 You were probably 14 I was 14 yeah You know what I'm saying This yeah. is happening Like so like DJ Andy's handing you some headphones Yeah 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 So like the creative The creative scene was like Kind of what like Easy for me at the time It was like Damn I'm, I'm about to take everybody back Legendary Minds Oh yeah, my like, gosh, Mike T, bro. Yeah, Mike like, T, Starlin, Autumn, Starlin. Bro. Yeah, like, they don't even know me, bro. I, I, like, I've been a fan of all these people for the That's longest amount of time. And I'm, I'm very talk. patient, bro, because, you know, like, we're all human and stuff. Patient. Like, I'm just a big fan, and, like... I remember you hitting me up, bro, like, yo, yeah. dude, I fuck with your music. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this I remember ball? that same day. I was playing Black Ops 2 with, with Ish. Yeah, yeah. And Ish is from Lawrence. I was living in New Jersey. I wasn't, like, very familiar with Lawrence yet, but, um... This was my cousin's friend or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I was playing Texas music right and I was like, "Yo, like, who is this guy? You feel me? Yeah. All I knew was mainstream. I didn't know anybody in New Jersey. Crazy to say, like, you know, what I'm saying with the scene that there is in New Jersey, New York. I didn't know anybody personally that made music. Mm-hmm. So I never knew what it was to like have a microphone and stuff. And I remember um, he sent me an Instagram and I seen like a picture of you rapping in your crib and like with something just like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like a box with like a bed sheet over it and some pillows in it and stuff. I remember the little, we made the little like booth. That. Yeah, and I was like, bro, like these people are really doing this like in the most simple form and making good music. Mm-hmm. Well, you so did I make good music. Up. Yeah, so I hit you up and I was like, yo, bro, like I'm a big fan and like you were kind of the first person. I tell people all the time, you were like the first person that sparked the, um, like. Sparked the way to find myself 
to do something creatively. You get what I'm saying? So like, I think so, yeah. That was, you know what I'm saying? Like people like you and seeing legendary minds like do what they were doing. Or one person I had known that wasn't creative because she was like kind of connected to like PMA was um Celeste. Celeste yeah, yeah, Celeste. Yeah. Um, Shout Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of people that was doing stuff, and I was watching from a very distant because I was much younger than you guys. Like I'm only 21 right now. How old are you? Oh shit, we don't gotta disclose that. But I'm not a year older than you. I'm realizing if it was 2015, you were not 14. I was like 13, 12. You had to, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like on stage. <laughs> yeah, bro. You were actually a fucking preteen, bro. Bro, yeah, it was crazy times. Like that's can't be late times. Right on the slides and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um Yeah, I was brand new to Lawrence and um mm-hmm. I guess that's that's what I, what the transition that's what the transition was. Meeting people creatively. Damn. I know like I've lived, I was born in the Bronx. I lived in Ohio. I was born in the Bronx, too. Gang, gang. What, what part of the Bronx? Um, Allen Pavilion. That's the hospital. I was born. Presbyterian. It's um, next to Lake. I forget what bird. Lincoln Hospital, Fordham. Granted, bro, I was there for five years. I can't I can't recall nothing, bro. If you call, I'm not a New Yorker. I'll I never lie. The same hospital as ASAP Rocky and Tupac. This man, I think you destined for greatness, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how much time we got on there? Uh, we just did 25 minutes. All right, that's looking like about 50 minutes. You want to call it, bro, for today? If y'all want to call it, we can call it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do round two next week with, with, with Angel some, yeah? Yeah. You know I'm saying? I'm tired and I'm hungry. Yeah, it's 12. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, we call it a rapper tonight. You know what I'm saying? It was good great, shit. Bro. It was good, good building, bro. You know what I'm saying? We didn't finish, but we're going to finish next time type shit. Sure. We stay building. That's how we guarantee episode two and three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is great. Uh, yes.